Hey, it's Monday. We're flying home to LA today. YYZ to, to LAX. LAX. YYZ. That's weird, right? It's not weird because I don't know how it works, but don't you think it kind of works like, um, like area codes in the way that you can tell what area codes were privileged in America based on the fact that like it, it was based on the rotary phone. So like 212 is almost right, right. close, but blah, what does blah, that have to do with YYX? Well, I don't know. It's like a lot of the, all the Canadian ones are wise. So I wonder if it's just, they were not privileged or. Oh, because it probably a system that started in America or something. Exactly. Hmm, I have no idea. I didn't know they were all wise. Yeah. What's, like, what's Pearson? That is, that's YYZ. And then oh wait, what's the downtown one? A little guy. Billy Bishop. I don't know what Billy Bishop is. When we were getting I think, our... it's, I think it's Y as well. And then Montreal is Y-U-L. Oh, okay. When we were at, having our snack on the way from the train station to this house, there was a plane, like, you know, medium-sized plane banking up out of that airport. But mm -hmm. I didn't know that airport was, like, right there by mm -hmm. Liberty Village. And it was very, like, 9-11 energy. Just, like, big plane, very low going oh, through yeah. the city. And I was like, yeah. oh, right, there's that tiny little airport on the island. People people complained about it so much because some people live on those little Toronto islands, like fancy little art, you know, art, mm -hmm. white upper middle class people were like, no, not in my neighborhood airplanes. And the, whatever, it's the most convenient airport. It's like, it's the Burbank of Toronto. Right. That makes sense because I think Burbank has all those rules about, yeah. And nothing after 10 and yeah. all that kind of stuff. How would you rate... Toronto on a scale of one to five. Three. You like it? Yes. How would you rate seeing that man in the restaurant that we saw yesterday? Oh man. So we saw this guy in a, in a, in the restaurant that we stopped at for lunch who assaulted a friend of mine and she wasn't even a friend. She was like an acquaintance and she got, she reached out to me on Instagram because I've done some, I've been a public, I've been a public victim in Canada uh, and so she reached out for support and I gave her some tips and stuff about how she might want to go about the whole thing. Just, you know, the pros and cons of reporting, the pros and cons of, uh, you know, like running it through a journalistic institution, like all the, all that kind of stuff. Just so she had the smorgasbord of different options that you, that you can go to, to or through after something terrible has happened to you. Anyway, she... She didn't do anything about it for a while because she was healing and then she decided that she wanted to go to the cops and then she did and then she got a lawyer and anyway, the whole thing settled in what's called in Canada a peace bond, which is a essentially a restraining order and then the person, the, the, the uh, attacker's name gets put on a list, <laughs> but the list is not open to the public. So it's like, you know, if he, if he re reoffends, then there's evidence of it, but it's not as though you can, you, his name is searchable. Anyway, he, he just appeared yesterday and, and I was one of the people who was a, like, not a witness, but because she had contacted me literally right after she was assaulted, uh, her lawyer, um, Oh, you shared all the texts or emails. I shared all the texts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think, I think I was deposed. You, as we were sitting there, you sort of mumbled half to yourself and half to me. I know that man. And then I watched you, your whole body language shifted and like you went like real like like high energy kind of like looking around and I, like I think I described it to you afterwards it's like it seemed like you got drunk for a second until I sort of understood what was happening it's like, funny because yeah. I didn't even feel it I feel like I'm so inured because I have PTSD responses fairly frequently to stuff that like so I what, I'll, what will happen is that I'll have a PTSD response like a fight or flight response to something that is like small 
But when it comes to people who are actually dangerous, I, I don't feel anything. And so I think, but I'm sure that, yeah, like energetically, a, it must have seemed... to real danger. It's like, you're almost like, oh, this one actually like applies. This, this person yeah. might kill me. That seems fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're late for dinner. Oh no, you're trying to kill me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really, it was really strange. Because um, you noticed the behavior more than I did, but I think I went into a kind of a trance. Um, anyway, he... He's, he sat there, he, he opened his little laptop so that he could write his little poems. He's a poet, and uh, God, don't trust a poet, guys. Um, and and I would give the experience a, a one. Yeah, I, I would give it a one as well. It took me a while to catch up to what was going on, and then as we were leaving, I was like, oh, I remember all of that, and I remember like looking that person up and everything from back in... When, 2018? Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. 